We're talking to the Missouri Western women's basketball coach, Candy Whitaker. She's now in her second year. Her team went 21-8 and this past year, fourth in the league at 13-6. and And as we talk about recruiting, talk a little bit about that. No one else has, has committed yet, but how has that gone? Has it, has it become easier now that the pandemic has continued and you've had to adjust to virtually recruiting? Has it become a little bit easier to kind of figure out and, and, and talk to kids? Well, I, you know, I, it's, it's interesting. I mean, I, you know, it's easy to set up a virtual tour, and our virtual tour, I think, is really, really good, and we have drone footage of everything, and we're able to show everything, and I think we present it really well. I think what becomes um, a little bit difficult is just, you know, kids, you know, pulling the trigger when they're outside of our area, um, and maybe they haven't, they're not from here, or they haven't been here, um, and, and getting them to feel comfortable enough to say yes. Um, we have gotten a couple more commits that we'll release um, soon, um, and they're both from the Midwest, so, you know, it, it, there's just a little bit more comfort. I think when you're talking about recruiting someone, you know, internationally or um, from a coast or even, you know, even Texas, um, you know, when they have Texas options that they, they're, they're just more familiar with, um, I think we're at a disadvantage when you know, when that comes into play in recruiting because of the, because of the closed campuses and, the, you know, the inability to get them here. But, um, but it's been good. I mean, you know, I think we've worked really hard at it and, um, you know, we have definitely got some good commits uh, that we'll be able to talk about uh, more soon and um, hopefully our roster is complete soon. How many more are you looking at trying to get? Um, I, I think, you know, we won't sign more than four this spring. You know, yeah. we've already signed um, Kelsey and we have um, a couple of commits and so we'll um, you know we won't sign more than four. And we're talking to Candy Whitaker and she's already signed a, a boatload of high school kids in the early signing period too so there will be a good mix and and that'll be nice to have a nice mix of, of freshmen and some experience too of, of some some veterans coming in that'll be juniors and, and, and upperclassmen at least that have some experience. Yeah, I think it's really important to try to balance out that, that freshman class. And then, you know, as you start to build, you want to balance out all your classes. And so, um, you know, it was important that we signed some, some transfers late that have that experience that um, bring a little more maturity to our group that have been through college practices and play at the collegiate level. Um, and then, you know, Logan's class next year, we'll, we'll need to sign probably at least two transfers again to try to balance out that class. And then I think we'll be – pretty normal as far as signing, you know, four to five kids versus, you know, the 10 <laughs> that, um, that we'll have signed this year. I wanted to ask you about that. That's a good transition as we talked to Candy Whitaker, women's basketball coach at Missouri Western. Ten new kids. You did a great job this past year of molding everybody and having the chemistry with so many new kids. Now you have to do it again. Is that, I don't know, is it daunting that there you have to put 10 new kids on this roster and, and, and mold everybody together again? No, I mean, I don't think so. I, I'm excited. I mean, I, I think we signed really good um, kids, in, you know, in the fall. I mean, our freshman class are just great human beings that are really excited and going to be a big part of, um, y you know, consistency within the program. And then, um, you know, I think the, the junior college kids and the transfers that we're going to sign are, um, you know, going to come in and, and hopefully be impactful. Um you know, and then it's just it's just part of it. It's just part of building when you, you know, I didn't inherit any underclassmen really other than, um, you know, a couple. And so, 
Um, it was mostly mostly seniors that we inherited, and so it, it, we're going to have to fill the roster. You know, it was just um, kind of the situation that the roster was in. You know, Coach um, Rob just signed a lot of junior college kids. You're turning that um, that that roster over quickly, um, and and so it's it's just going to take a little bit of time before there's um, you know enough kids where you're not signing a, a high volume. Um, you know, every year, and 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 I think it's gonna, you know, it'll happen quickly here after this signing class where we'll um, not having to be recruiting quite so many. Yeah, well, and that's kind of the fun thing of coaching too. I mentioned daunting, but that's part of the the thing. That's part of the thing of coaching is these relationships with that you guys build with the players is just it's awesome to, to to see those relationships, and I'm sure you love it as well. And that's part of it when you bring in ten new kids. Okay, there's ten new kids. I can build a relationship and and grow our team and everything like that. Right, and and ten kids that you just really love and yeah. appreciate, you know, and so and, and and we walked into such great kids. I, mean, I don't ever want it to um, feel like you know we had to you know restructure no the, doubt, the yeah. type of people in this program. I mean, I was really blessed um, to work with the seniors I worked with last year, and um, which I had had them longer, but um, you know, it's it's an opportunity to um, continue to recruit great people that um, want to win and want to share your vision and, and want to be at Missouri Western and. And wanting to be at Missouri Western is huge. I mean, you have to have that within your within your team. You don't want to, when you recruit these kids, you don't want to be begging them to come to Missouri Western. Yeah. You want them to be equally as excited about being a part um, of the university and our program than, that, than we are of them. You know, I mean, it's got to be a 50-50 deal, and, um, and that's when you have a good thing going. We're talking to Candy Whitaker, women's basketball coach at Missouri Western, and you mentioned earlier when you're talking about the recruits that they're, I think, and I'm probably, I'm sure it's probably across the board at every level that they're just having a hard time saying yes right now because there's so much unknown and it is all virtual tours and they just don't want to pull the trigger quite yet or as soon as they would have when, when everything was normal. It, has that kind of been frustrating? I mean, I'm sure you've gotten used to it a little bit, but it, has it been a little bit frustrating that, man, we're, we've got this kid right here, but she just won't say yes. Yes, uh, like I'm sure that could yeah. get frustrating. Yeah, I mean it is just because I feel like when we get them on campus and we get to spend a lot of one-on-one time and we're going to dinner and they're at my house and you know they're you just you just move the needle much quicker. That's um, when you build that relationship, right? Yes, absolutely. And they get a better glimpse into what they're signing um, versus. A, you know, an hour on the computer together looking at stuff. So it, you just don't get to create that emotion um, and that connection that you do in person, you know, that, you know, virtually. It just, it just doesn't happen. Um, you know, so, so, you know, the recruits are really having to navigate this in a, in such a different way as we are. And, um, and, you know, it, it just is what it is, but um, we're definitely working really, really hard at it. I mean, we've, we have done so many uh, virtual tours, and, and we'll keep doing it this summer. Um, it, you know, I don't know if we're going to be able to go out recruiting. It's not really pointing in that direction. Um, so we're, we need to get really good at evaluating on film, um, and uh, we'll continue to um, build relationships. Um, on the phone. And that can be really hard, no doubt about that. At least everybody's in the same boat, thank goodness. I mean, that's the main thing. Right. And we're down to Candy Waker, women's basketball coach at Missouri Western. And we know I had a chance 
couple days ago to talk to, to Corbin Cunningham. I was able to hook up with her and, and get a good interview with her. And it, she's such a fun kid. I mean, she's so quiet. And I got, I was able to pull some things out of her a little bit. She still was pretty guarded and everything. <laughs> but I called her the silent assassin just because she was talking about how she gets inside. She gets so fired up at times when a, <laughs> she makes a good play, but she just doesn't show it. But she is such an awesome kid. I mean, that's the type of kid that you've been bringing into this program and, and why you don't have issues with having 10 new kids because you're bringing those types of kids into the program but she's she's pretty special isn't she she really is i mean we just hit a home run with corbin and um, you know she she came on her visit and she was really quiet and um um and so didn't you know i didn't really know if we were going to get her or not honestly when she left but was so um excited you know she was the first kid we had on campus and um, and I believe our first commit last year, um, but she has just um, been outstanding in every way. I mean, what a great human. I mean, her parents have raised a fantastic young lady, mm-hmm. and, and they're fantastic also, um, and and she has just uh, been so consistent. I mean, um, I, you know, I think there are some times early in the year I really got on Corbin, um, it, just in practice, you know, she not not always practicing as hard as she plays in games sometimes, but I thought um, she really grew in that area and matured in that area. Um, and then it just really carried over for her um, in the games and um, just so consistent, produced for us every single day, showed up every single day, and really battled through injuries you know, with, with no complaint. Yeah, I, mean, I, I have not been around that. a kid yeah. that complained less than Corbin Cunningham about everything from what pizza we were eating to, <laughs> uh, you know, to the pain in her knee um, to initially not starting. Right. Yeah, and right. He was one of our best five players. And then I remember having that conversation with her cause I didn't, you know, want her to, um, you know, be down about that. And she was awesome. And then of course she ends up starting every game after the first and, um, and was just, just so great for us. We're talking to Candy Whitaker, women's basketball coach at Missouri Western. And, you know, I've talked to a ton of athletes over the last couple months, and I, I've, I've heard lots of the same stories of these kids, and that's why they're, they're so good here, too, is they're, they're getting recruited by Division I schools or, or, you know, really good, really good programs, and then an injury happens. And in Corbin's case, she had an ACL, and she didn't play her senior year, so she wasn't on anybody's radar. So she was she's very under-recruited, and then she goes to junior college. But I, I've talked to some football players, some basketball players, others that had an, had an injury. They were getting recruited by Division One schools. All of a sudden, that injury happens, and bam, they don't even get a phone call anymore. You've been at that level. Does that happen all the time? It seems like it happens all the time. If there's an injury in high school that all of a sudden certain coaches will not even look at you anymore. Yeah, it's really interesting. It used to happen all the time. Um, you know, if you had an ACL back in my day, it was, you were, you yeah, know, especially, yeah, <laughs> yeah, no doubt. And a, a red X over. Yeah. But, but now, I mean, I, I don't think coaches are near scared by that. I think what happens um, in Corbin's instance, if, if coaches aren't already extremely familiar with you before your injury, so the timing of your injury, maybe you're, you know, you don't, for a basketball player, you don't get to go out this last summer and you don't, coaches don't get to see you before the fall signing period. That can really hurt your recruitment just because they, 
you're not fresh in their mind. Other kids they've seen, they're compa- we're comparing kids all the time, right? This kid's this, this one's this. Well, this one had a really great summer, and this one I didn't get to see, but maybe when you're in high school. So there's all those type of conversations. Um, you know, I think if, a, if someone's really, really familiar with you and they already are all in with you, um, I think that's when the injury doesn't hurt your recruitment with that particular school. Mm-hmm. But not getting seen in that last summer is huge. You see people's stock rise and fall purely based on that summer. There's a lot of pressure on those kids in that last summer uh, to, to perform. Offers go off the table. Offers come on the table. Um, kids get over-recruited sometimes just because they have a fantastic summer, uh, but that's not necessarily how they're going to perform at the next level. Right. I mean, you just see it. Um, so much is just based on that last exposure period. Yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty wild, no doubt about that. And, you know, one kid you recruited a long time ago got drafted in the WNBA, didn't she? Brittany Brewer, I think she played for you yes. at Texas Tech, and she got drafted. And, and again, that's I, I, I don't know the entire story, but that's a, that's a neat story for you to have somebody drafted that, uh, that you recruited a few years back. Oh, gosh, I could not be more happy uh, for Brittany Brewer and her family. And, I, I mean, the top of the list of all-time great kids that – um, you could ever know is, is Brittany Brewer. I mean, it, it does not get better than her. And so when you see something so exciting and great happen for a, a young woman like Brittany, you just, you know, my our whole family was just so, so happy for her and, and her family and how hard she's worked. And, um, you know, I, I always thought Brittany would be a pro. I mean, just watching her um, in high school and, and knowing um, how bigs can develop through college. I mean, she is, um, worked really hard and um, and I think just uh, maximized herself and you know I, I hope so much she gets an opportunity to make that roster and um, and show people what she can do and and just be the just such a light um, for people an example of, of how to carry yourself and that's one thing you guys as coaches when you can see somebody move on to the next level and Corbett even talked about that because her brother is playing overseas that hey she might have an opportunity when she's all said and done to go play overseas or something like that and just continue her career and that's always so special for you coaches to see somebody move on it, it's a really it's a really cool experience I think and um, I've, I've had several go pro. I've several still playing pro in Europe right now. Um, well, maybe not right now, but this past <laughs> season, um, you know, and it's, it's, it's a really, you know, it's a great thing. I, I tell kids all the time, if you want to play, keep playing. You know, there's so much, so many opportunities, particularly overseas for women, um, to continue to play, to, um, you know, travel, to have new experiences, and you're never going to have that time back. You know, you don't have children, you're not married, you're not tied down, you can always come back and, and start a career, but um, you can never go back and, and try to play again. So um, I think those that want to do that need to need to pursue that and um, and enjoy that time they have to, to just play basketball and all they do is eat, sleep, and, and, and play basketball over there. So uh, it's a good time. <laughs> Absolutely. And we'll close with this. Have you guys been able to stay very connected, your team, through the Zoom meetings and everything like that? Have you continued to, to do that and stay connected with everybody? Yeah, we, you know, we, we have. I don't think we've worn them out with it. Um, we did things uh, when the NCAA allowed us to as far as, you know, making it mandatory. I do think our, our kids stay really connected in their own uh, text conversations and um, we'll still do uh, periodic Zooms for everyone to kind of jump on and see each other. Um, 
and then, you know, for the ones that are close by and more local, um, I think the assembly is going to open some things up where maybe we can start uh, working and doing some one-on-one stuff with them throughout the summer, um, which which I think will be really good. And um, But one of the things I really like about the D2 level is that they do have some space and a break, and, um, and it's not mandatory for them to be here the whole time. And um, I think that balance. Uh, for athletes is really important yeah no doubt i bet you can't wait to get in the gym and be with kids again can you oh my gosh it feels like it's been forever i'm sure when you take have that spring taken um yeah it's uh it's a it's been weird but um we'll we'll do that and follow protocol and make sure we're being safe but um definitely excited to to see them again coach as always thank you very much continue to stay safe and we will see you very soon thank you okay bye-bye